What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Riffing with Clintus, the podcast about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. I'm in a fantastic mood right now, uh, if you couldn't tell by the immediate F-bomb, because uh, I just got done talking to one of my favorite people. Um, I was on someone else's podcast tonight. Don't know when it'll be posted, so I'm not even going to talk, uh, like tell you who it is or what it is, because I don't know how long it's going to be, and I don't want... I don't want there to be any expectations, but when it goes live, I'll let you guys know. I'll share it. I'll tweet it, all that stuff. But I was on their podcast and um, it's been a while since I've been on someone else's podcast as a guest talking about me and what I do and my history and all that stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, so I just, you know, we good conversation. And then the podcast ended and we still, we, you know, we, we, you know, we basically shot the shit for another half an hour, 45 minutes. And like I said, one of my favorite people. So it was just a good time, good vibes. And then I went downstairs and uh, I caught up with Tiffany and Sierra. And Sierra had some good news from her volleyball practice. And uh, and I just had a chocolate bar. I just had a candy bar that I bought from my recent visit to uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Really good candy bar. It was like a dark chocolate and all natural Snickers bar rival. And it was so good. So I'm I'm probably on a little sugar buzz right now. So I was like, let's let's record the podcast, shall we? So um yeah, I ah man, so much to talk about right now. All right, so first and foremost, I just returned from a trip to Michigan, my first time ever in Michigan, and uh, I was there for the Gamers Outreach Gamers Forgiving Charity Marathon event. And, um, I really, I honestly had I didn't know what to expect. I had no expectations. I thought it was just going to be this little charity event and I'm going to be there as a streamer and, and whatever. Right. I had no idea that this thing was as big as, as big as it is. It's, it's, it's a, this was the 11th year, first of all, which that's, that's crazy to, to, to know that this has been an event for over a decade, mind blown. Right. I feel I'm embarrassed that I didn't, I, I didn't know what it was. Um, and then I get there and I've never really done a charity, like a charity stream before. I did, I did a charity stream at GuardianCon last year and we raised $2,000 um, in a short amount of time. Um, uh, but, it, uh, you know, a large chunk of that money came from, you know, a couple of individuals. Um, so I didn't know what to expect at this charity event, right? Um, once I learned what the charity did and that we were actually raising money for a physical item, right? It was these gamer carts. Um, I got really pumped because like you, you can see the physical manifestation of your charity, right? Where a lot of charity work goes to the you know foundation or the charity organization to do X, Y, and Z work, right? Or help fund a thing, but but to actually see the physical thing that your money, the the money that you raise is going towards, really kind of like. I don't know. I kind of lit a fire into my butt, right? I was like, let's do this. I want to get one of these carts for Phoenix. Um, so my goal was $3,500 for, for one cart. And I wanted to go to Phoenix Children's Hospital. It's the hospital that Bryce had his hernia operation at uh, last year. And, uh, and, and we did our live stream. I had some incentives like, Hey, you know, $5, I'll eat a, you know, uh, a bean boozled jelly bean, right? Which I, I got to tell you guys, 95% of those jelly beans are absolute shit. Like they taste so bad. And there's a couple of them that are actually made me gag. I actually had to spit them out because they were so bad. The dead fish 
and the spoiled milk actually made me gag. Absolutely horrible. Um, I had some hot sauce. I, I had um, the death nut challenge, which were some really spicy nuts, which, by the way, I like spicy food, spicy stuff. The first four were hot, but not horrible. The death nut, the actual fifth level, that actually kicked my ass. Actually, was was, was ridiculously hot. Um, so the first day, we raised over $4,000, and I absolutely blew my mind. Abs did not... I, I, like I said, I, I thought that maybe we'd raise 3500 in one weekend. Um, maybe you have to stretch it through the month of March into April and to, you know, try to hit that goal. But we did it in like four hours, five hours, whatever it was, it blow me, blew me away. And we had a whole nother day of streaming, right? I had a whole nother day of, of, of raising money. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's, let's double down and, and go for seventh K and get two carts. And so the second day came and I, you know, I, I upped my ante a little bit and said, all right, $10 for a jelly bean. And I threw some incentives down for apex legends. You know, you could pay me to drop my gun or pay me to drop my loadout or, you know, pay me to use only whatever gun you want. And, um, you know, the donations were coming in, things were going well. And then we had a couple other big hitters come in. And next thing I know, we're, we're like, we're a couple hundred dollars away. We had, we had one guy who dropped $500 for me to eat a Carolina Reaper, which was hot. Um, I think it was worse when you actually were biting into it and like the powder, the dry flakes were kind of coming off the roof of my mouth was on fire, that my throat was on fire, that I licked my lips and they got, that was on fire. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, and then we were like 40 bucks away, $41 away. And I'm like, this isn't going to happen. I started vlogging and I was like, this is going to happen guys. Who's going to do it? $40. Let's go. Who, who's who's going to do it? And, um, someone came in and dropped 50 bucks and pushed it over the limit. And we, we, we hit seven K $7,000, two carts. I was I was, my endorphins were running high. My emotions were running high from that pepper and, and, and just the hype that I broke down into tears, man. Uh, happy tears, right? Tears of joy, uh, that, that, that our community, right? My community came together and, and raised $7,000 in two days, right? Essentially in eight hours. Unbelievable. Unbe it blew me away. I exceeded my expectations. I just, Wow. I, I don't know what else to say. It's just, I, I'm just, I was in shock and I'm still in kind of shock when I think about it. Um, but that's, it, it's, it's an amazing feeling now that I have a sense of pride to say that we raised $7,000 and we're not done, right? We're not done yet. Like my current total right now is 7,300 and we have a guaranteed another thousand dollars coming later, um, later in April from somebody from, from, uh, from Microsoft, I'll just say it, Microsoft, we had an employee from Microsoft who donated a thousand dollars and Microsoft will match their employees, uh, donations up to a certain dollar amount. And so he submitted the paperwork and we have another thousand dollars coming. So we're going to, we're going to keep pushing through the month of April and, uh, try to raise a third cart. So $10,500 is my new goal. And, um, we have some more charity streams coming up because I have to do some things that I agreed upon, like, uh, dyeing my hair blue and doing a furry IRL stream. And then eventually buzzing my head down to a zero, which Tiffany's absolutely going to hate because, and Sierra's going to absolutely hate because they do not like my hair being that short, but I agreed to it. And so it's going to happen. And in fact, my buddy Chuck, uh, AKA Rhino Ranger is going to fly out from San Francisco and do it for me. That was his incentive. He said, if we do hit 5k that he'd come out and do it. And so we hit 5k. And so he's going to do it. He's going to come out. So very excited to see Chuck. Um, uh, we're going to, I'm going to hopefully we're going to, it's going to happen before he has his baby. So, you know, you know, last time I seen before he becomes a dad officially.
Um, so that was my that was that was where I was at this weekend. First time in Michigan. Uh, it was cold. You know, it was in the 30s and 40s. Uh, Ann Arbor is beautiful. Love the love the uh, the scenery and the the buildings, the architecture and whatnot. And I uh, had a really good time. I met a lot of cool people. A lot of streamers that I had never heard of. That are all most of them were very well established. Um, you know, a, a handful of them much bigger than me. Um, another handful that were about the same size as me, and then a couple that were a little bit smaller than me. But overall, like overall, the streamers that came out, I think there was about 25, 26 of us that came out, um, raised over two hundred thousand dollars, and which is enough for sixty six or sixty three carts. Sixty three of those gamer carts are are, are going to be. Uh, put together and and shipped out to children's hospitals all across the country, if not the entire world. I don't know what the limitations are on, but the, at least you know across the U.S. Um, and and I was part of that, right? We raised two carts ourselves and a third on the way, and that feels amazing to say that we did. Um, I I've, I've been going to Guardian Con now. This will be my fourth year this year in 2019. And oh, excuse me, that was a that was a little uh, candy bar burp there. Very rude. Um, we've been uh, we've been going to go into Guardian Con. And, um, you know, uh, the first two years I was just a donor, right? I donated, um, uh, 2016, I donated a lot, um, because I could, I could afford it. Uh, 2017, not as much, but still donated in a handful of, of different charity streams that went to St. Jude via GuardianCon. And then last year we had our own charity stream. And like I said, we raised over $2,000, uh, to, to Guardian, uh, to, to St. Jude via GuardianCon. And so... Um, this year I set a goal early in January that I wanted to raise $10,000 for St. Jude, uh, via guardian con. And knowing that we put up, we, we were able to do $7,000 this weekend. That gives me a lot of confidence that we could hit 10 K this year, right? It, over the course of, or the rest of the year, we could hit 10 K. Um, I mean, realistically that's like 12 or $1,300 a month. Right. If we were to do one charity stream a month and set ourselves a goal of like thirteen hundred or, or let's just say fifteen hundred dollars, I think it's very obtainable. I think it's very obtainable. Um, but uh, more on that later, because uh, in April, towards the end of the month, I'm going to be flying out to Tennessee uh, to attend St. Jude's um, Play uh, Play Live Summit. And so uh, I had a lot of friends that went last year. And so I heard a lot of stories, saw a lot of photos, saw a lot of videos, but I really don't know what to expect. I, I, I'm assuming that I'm going to go there to learn. I'm going to hear some, some statistics and some numbers, and then I'm going to probably learn like, um, you know, the, the, the right things to say, the wrong things to say, the do's, the don'ts, um, when creating content for charity, uh, at least that's what I'm hoping for. Right. Cause I feel like I'm such a noob at this, that, um, uh, you know, what I don't know. I just it, it's something it's something very 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 new to me. And uh, not to mention, I know that there were a handful of people that were able to go to one of the hospitals and play games with some of the kids, some of the patients at St. Jude. So um, looking forward to the entire experience. To be honest with you, uh, this weekend was a heartfelt and uh, an inspiration, um, an inspirational moment for me, um, being a part of this this event and just meeting so many awesome people. Um, I flew out there with my buddy Lieber LeBron. Uh, if you you know if you've been watching uh, my Twitch streams, you've probably heard his voice. His yurt, you know, he's he's a he's a he's a big dude with a bigger personality. Uh, I love Lieber LeBron. He's a great guy. Uh, he's from Brooklyn. He lives here in Phoenix now, and uh, he's he's a great guy. 
So we flew out together and we, uh, surprisingly, we didn't stay with each other. We just, we, flew, we, we were on the same flights. We sat next to each other on the, on the planes, both there and back, but we had different roommates for, uh, the hotel, uh, which I, and it was, which was fine because I ended up meeting another guy, uh, named YouTubeable, uh, and got to know him really well because we were, we were roommates and, uh, for the weekend. So we got to know him and, and, you know, which is always going to conferences and these events. That's my number one goal is to network with as many people as I can. And start, you know, either forming relationships or strengthening relationships I already have. And I I really do feel like I did that. There were so many people at this event that I had never met before or even never heard of. And we we formed relationships, right? Like it starts with just talking and then it and then it's like, you know, following each other on Twitter and then it's dropping in each other's streams and stuff like that. Um it was it was just a really cool event. And uh, like I said, inspires me and pumps me up even more for the rest of the year and uh to to continue doing charity work right use my my influence and you use the community that i've built to do good things right and that's that's the essence of guardian con and the guys behind it right uh uh cory kevin and ben like you know they've raised a shit ton of money for St. Jude and will continue to do so year after year they, as they continue to move the needle and they continue to, you know, set new goals themselves and also like build relationships with bigger content creators, right? And um, more content creators and they're just, they're doing amazing things. And again, to hear the numbers and then to see where the money goes, like it just makes the biggest difference in the world. And um, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this year. Um, the fact that I am, we're, we're really, we're in a really good position to raise over $10,000 for gamers outreach, but then also turn around and do the same thing for St. Jude. I would love to be able to end 2019 saying that I raised over $25,000 for charity. Like that would be absolutely amazing. Um, and I'm not one to set big goals like that for myself because you never know what's going to happen. You're not in control of, you know, the scenarios and the situations. And I could say, yeah, I'm going to set this goal and do this thing. But then like, you know, no one shows up or those who show up aren't able to donate. And then you're like, oh, and then you feel like a failure. And it's like, that's always my concern. So I always, you know, I always aim low because it's like, I would love to just short obtainable goals. Right. I think there's an acronym for that. But anyway, yeah. That's what I did this weekend, and I came home with a overwhelming sense of pride, and um, yeah, feels good. Feels good to do good things and to use use my, use my influence to do that. I mean, I I look at people like Dr. Lupo, who raised his community raised over a million dollars last year for St. Jude, right? Like a million dollars, that is incredible, and that's an inspiration to to me and, and to so many others knowing that someone can use their influence for so much good. A million dollars is incredible, right? Like I forget the, the number that guardian con did the first year, but I want to say that's damn close to it. I want to say one man in his community did almost as much as the entire event did the first year. I think maybe 1.5 was their first year or something like that. I, I forget, but um, you know, I look at someone like Dr. Lupo and go, that's, that's what I want to do. Right. And, and obviously at a much smaller scale, but at the end of the day, it's, it's doing the same thing with just different numbers. Right. So I'm, uh, just want to say, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to be a part of whatever it is that I get to do with, with guardian con and with St. Jude. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that summit next month. When I, when I go, obviously I'll vlog it. 
Um, I'm going to find out about IRL streaming and whatnot. And, and you know, if it's, it's okay, or if it's frowned upon, because surprisingly, you know, a lot of my friends who are content creators and or streamers, um, they, they leave a leave, they lead a very private life. Um, a lot of them don't, don't share their personal, too much of their personal lives, right? Some do, but it's very curated. Um, and I come from a background of sharing everything, right? I've been daily vlogging for coming up on 13 years or well, not daily vlogging, but vlogging in general for 13 years, um, daily for seven, uh, actually later this month, end of this month, we will be seven years. Uh, and so I, I'm just used to sharing everything. And there's so many people who don't share a lot. Like, for example, I was talking about earlier, the, the person's podcast I was on this evening, uh, they don't, they don't talk about their personal lives. They don't talk about their, the, the fan, their family and, and, you know, the people they're with. And so it's like, uh, it's one of those things where I think some people just, they, they, they only want to show certain parts of themselves and then leave the other parts private in which I, I totally respect that. I totally get that. Um, so that's where it comes into play when I want to vlog or live stream with my friends. It's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta know boundaries, right? There's, there was a lot of stink at TwitchCon last year, or maybe it was two years ago, where people were trying to IRL stream at the parties. And you got these people that are like, you know, drinking and having fun and, and letting loose. And it's like, you got people walking around with a camera of live streaming going, hey, what do you think about this? Or, hey, so how did my stream? It's so-and-so. You know, and it's like, they, you know, they wouldn't be drinking on stream if they were at home on their stream. They don't want their face plastered on someone else's stream when they're trying to, you know, relax or you know, just be a human being. So I'll find out what I'm able to do when I go to St. Jude. Um, I really like bringing the IRL backpack when I travel, but at the same time, it's a pain in the ass because you're only allowed to carry on items on the plane. And I essentially need two backpacks, right? I got the backpack for the IRL stream. And then I got a backpack for my laptop to edit and do what I do. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work out at the end of the day. I can always just pull my phone out and, and stream with my phone. But man, now that I have the IRL backpack, it's like, I never want to, I never want to stream with my phone again. Like I just, just, it's never, it's not the same. It's not as good. And, and I know I can do better with the, uh, the backpack, you know, for sure. But, uh, yeah, good times. Looking forward to, uh, to more later this year. All right. So let's talk about charity work. There's a lot of charities out there, right? There's there's practically a charity for anything and everything um, that you can think of. And as a content creator, you know, you're always, you're constantly thinking of ways to use your influence, use what you've created, you built uh, to do good, right? And it really comes down to where your heart lies, right? If you have kids, you might tend to like lean into towards, you know, charities that help kids. If you're a pet lover, pet owner, Maybe you lean into charities that help, uh, uh, you know, pet pet shelters or pet medicine, um, you know, uh, veterinarian that services that sort of thing. Um, and then there's there's a countless number of of uh, charities that um, go towards like medical research, right, or medical care, everything you can think of, different types of uh, conditions and diseases and, and that sort of thing. Some of it's for research, some of it's for care, some of it's for support. There's relief funds such as like, uh, you know, the uh, Red Cross and uh, Salvation Army and, and stuff like that. So it, it's always one of those things where I think the other struggle is, is is getting pitched by charities or by individuals who have a passion for a charity to say, hey, 
you know, would you mind helping us out with our charity, right? Or would you would you mind helping out the charity with, you know, a fundraiser or something like that? And it's always, I don't want to say awkward, but it's almost like an awkward situation where it's like, obviously you want to help out every charity and, and, and help out every person in need, but there's a, there's only so much that people can give and there's only so much you can give. And, um, I think St. Jude is a, a, is an easy one because I mean, it's children and, and cancer is so rampant. There's, there's every part of your body can pretty much get cancer. And a lot of it plays into biology, right? Your genetics. And then of course it's, your environment and, and, you know, how you treat your body and what you eat and then what you put into it, that sort of thing. There's a lot of variables there, but I think St. Jude is a, is an easy one. If you are a parent or if you're someone who, I don't know, I it's kids, man. It's, it's hard. It's hard to not see a kid and be like, I want to help you out. But I've been, I've been, uh, you know, I've been approached numerous times to help out with different charities, uh, to be involved with charity streams, charity marathons, charity events, and, um, you know, I've, I've given time and I've, I've given money and it's, but, it, but like I said, you can only do so much. And so a lot of times you kind of have to put your time and your energy where your heart is and kind of, you know, focus on, on, on one to do the most, do the most good, right? Cause if you spread yourself a little too thin, um, I think it also can, can throw mixed, mixed messages, you know, if, if, if you're, you know, one month you're promoting this charity and then the next month you're promoting that charity, you know, it might come across like, okay, are you, know, what's the story behind this? I feel like that's the thing too, is like the story, right? Um, when we were raising the money this weekend for those carts, I said numerous times that the carts are going to go to Phoenix children's hospital. Not only is that because it's the largest Phoenix, the, the largest children's hospital here in Arizona, but it's also where my son went and got his hernia operation. Now, granted, hernia operation is not necessarily life-threatening. It's not something that we were, I wasn't even worried about. Obviously, my wife was, she was beside herself because it was the first time one of our kids had been put under and operated on, even if it is something as minor as a hernia. Um, I was fine. I was like totally cool with it, whatever. But just knowing that that Bryce got care there, right? That people there at that facility took care of my son immediately has a connection and I want to get back. So I think, you know, when you're choosing a charity to work with, there has to be some kind of connection or meaning there, um, at least as a content creator. I mean, I mean, if you're just, you know, Joe Schmo and you want to help out with charity, then, you know, then whatever charity comes your way or whatever charity catches your eye, again, every bit helps, every dollar counts, big or small, it's going to go somewhere and, and do good. And I think that's the most important part. Um, but, but as a content creator, I feel like to get your message across and tell your story, you know, why you are supporting this charity and why your audience and your, or your community should also support this, you know, this cause. Um, I know there were a few people that came through that said, um, you know, uh, sorry, I, I can't donate. I gave my money to X charity. And I'm like, don't ever apologize. Don't ever apologize for giving to, to any charity, right? Like, again, you put where you put your money where your heart is when it comes to that sort of thing. And then also I had to like tell people not to apologize. They couldn't donate because they're a kid or because they just aren't capable, right? Like there's a lot of people that come through my chat room on Twitch that apologize. They can't tip or sub. And I'm like, I, I don't expect everyone to, right? I don't expect everyone to do it. I don't expect, you know, every person that comes to my chat room says hi to turn around and click the sub button, right? Um, 
like I said, a lot, there's a lot of kids that come through that obviously don't have wallets. They don't have credit cards. They don't have debit cards. They don't have money, right? I have a 14 or an 11 year old and the only money they get every year is on their birthday and like Easter, right? Maybe Christmas. So they have to stretch that, make that last all year long. They're not saving up for a PC. They're not saving up for, you know, anything like they don't have any money. So I get it. I totally get it. Um, so the same thing goes with charity, right? People apologize. I can't give more. It's $5. And I'm like, sorry, I can't give more. It's like, don't apologize. You just gave five bucks. That five bucks plus that person's 10 bucks plus that person's 20 bucks plus that person's five bucks. It all adds up, right? Don't ever apologize for giving anything. And I say the same thing again with the people who say they can't sub it. I'm like, don't apologize. Like, you're here. You're here now. You're giving me your attention. You're giving me minutes of your day. You know how valuable that is? You know how much that's worth to me? I said this numerous times, like your attention is the most valuable commodity on the internet, right? That is the most single, most important thing to anyone that does anything on the internet is your attention because you could be giving your attention to anyone, to anything, to any website, to any app, but you're here right now giving it to me. And that is so, so important. And I truly believe that. I really do. I think that that's, that's, that's the, that's the most valuable thing on the internet your attention until you're listening to this podcast right now. And I always, as I'm talking, as I'm literally saying this out of my mouth right now, I'm thinking, am I wasting your time? Am I wasting the time that you're giving me? It's so valuable, but am I wasting it? Right. Am I just pissing it out at the window? You know? And I feel like that's one of the things that holds me back with the content that I create, whether it's YouTube or Twitch or this podcast, or even tweets and, 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 and Instagram posts. I'm constantly second guessing myself to say, is this worthy of your time? And I'll talk specifically about this podcast. When I'm thinking about an episode, either having a guest on or the topic I'm talking about, I try the feedback that I've gotten from you guys is that you liked the episodes where I just kind of riffed, where I just kind of went around. Now, granted, you love it when I have a guest and I do too, because I feel like that's my best. I'm, I'm at my best when I'm with other people. And we are going to have guests. In fact, I think I have one locked in next week. So stay tuned for that. And if that does happen, then that will become a regular thing. And you probably will start getting two episodes a week. You'll get one episode with a guest and one episode with me, kind of like this. Um, And it'll be sporadic. You'll always get an episode on Mondays uh, or Tuesdays, whatever. Uh, But then you'll also get an episode um, throughout the week, you know, depending on what's going on. Uh, but that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I second guess myself because I'm constantly wondering and worrying that what I'm putting out is not worthy of your time. I've been doing that with YouTube for years, right? There's some vlogs that are just shit because our day was shit, right? Like you listening to this podcast right now, you had a, you, you, you have days where nothing happens, right? Maybe you get up and you go to work and you come home and you don't do anything, right? You sit on the couch, watch TV, right? You eat a, eat a microwave dinner and that's it, right? That's your life. Nothing wrong with that. But is it something worthy to share with others? Uh, like, is it worthy of, of you know, uh, focusing on and putting highlights on and putting you know sparkly lights on? Say, hey, look at this! Look at look at this! Right? Some people would argue that it is because it's not their life and it's it's interesting to them, right? Hearing what you're doing right now is interesting to any number of people right now. But you don't know that until you put it out there. But as a content creator, me personally, I worry about that because. People come to YouTube, they only have so many minutes in a day, like who are they going to give their attention to, right? Someone that's boring and monotonous and 
do the same thing over and over and over again? Or are they going to give it to somebody who is exciting and, you know, I don't know, is, is super entertaining or super interesting? You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's as I'm saying it out of my own mouth, I'm like, yeah, duh. Like, it's going to be the person that's entertaining and interesting, right? Why would you waste your time on something boring? So I'm constantly, I'm constantly worried about that. And, and same thing goes for, you know, this podcast. And I second guess myself whether or not I'm, wasting your time and if it's worth me posting, you know, recording this and then posting it. But then I listen to somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk or, you know, Evan Carmichael or, 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 you know, any number of inspirational individuals who's just, you know, they believe in the, you know, content, the hustle, the, the constantly putting on new stuff because every piece of content has an opportunity to touch somebody, reach somebody, um, show up in some kind of search, show up in some kind of algorithm, show up in some kind of whatever, and it's like, if you're not putting out content, then you're missing out on those potential opportunities, right? Not every piece of content is going to go viral. Not every piece of content is going to be consumed widely. Not every piece of content is going to be good, but that's not necessarily your, that's not your place to judge, right? It's the audiences, it's the communities, it's the world, it's the internet. They'll be the judge of how good your content is by how they consume it. And then what they do after they consume it, because that's actually the most important part is what they do after they're done consuming your content. Do they go back for more? Do they just leave? Do they share it? Do they say, Hey, you got to listen to this. You got to watch this. This is awesome. Right? That's the most important part. That's the most critical part. So again, everyone else, everyone has their own opinions and everyone has their own perceptions of things. What you think is great. Other people think is shit. What's, what someone says is trash, you think is gold, right? And that's that's the truth with a lot of things in life, including content. So while I second guess myself a lot and I probably talk myself out of more stuff than I talk myself into, um, when it comes to the content, I'm really, really trying to push the needle and put out more. So this weekend, hanging out with Lieber LeBron uh, was awesome. Uh, like I said earlier, he's a big guy with a big personality. He's super positive all about good vibes, positive vibes. And, uh, you know, it's, it's infectious. It really is. I, you know, people say all the time, uh, smiles are, inf- uh, contagious, right? Uh, happiness is contagious. And the same thing can be, can be said about, you know, sadness or, or, uh, anger, right? If, that's how mob mentality starts. A mob will start because one person starts yelling out things and kind of riles up the crowd. You know, Lieber does that with his positivity the whole weekend in the streamers corral, you know, his big energy was in, in, you know, just good, having a good time. It was very infectious and spreads, spread it to spread to other streamers, uh, in the group. And, um, I, I had thought about having him on the podcast today to talk about the charity event and that sort of thing. Um, but I also know, knew that I had that other podcast scheduled and I didn't know when was a good time to lock it in and say, Hey, let's do this. He typically streams at night. So I almost feel like if we're going to do the podcast to be better, a little earlier in the day. And so we'll definitely have him on the podcast. I, I think just, again, just to shoot the shit and just, uh, talk, talk about whatever, man. Talk about what's in the news, talk about video games, talk about just whatever. I think Libra has a lot to share and, you know, he's from New York and, and so, you know, East coast versus West coast, it really is a difference in the mentality, the way you look at things, the way you look at people, the way you talk to people, the way you interpret things. I, I, most people that I know that grew up on the East coast, um, 
specifically in that northern region, right? The New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, like there's definitely a different vibe versus like California, Oregon, Washington, even here in Arizona, right? There's a, there's definitely a different vibe between the two coasts and and you see that in Libra. Um and it's refreshing, right? It's it's very different and it to me it's it's refreshing because you see that and you just immediately like I know that okay, you know, not, forget his accent that he has. He's a little bit of an accent, but it's like okay, he's from New York. Got it. Um but yeah, his positive energy, his positive vibes are are uh, are super contagious and I love playing video games with him. I love hanging out with him. I got to hang out with him like for reals, right? We met at Guardian Con last year, but we didn't really get to hang out except for one night in in um in a hotel room. And even then, we just met, so the vibe wasn't there yet. Fast forward to, to this weekend, we've been playing video games with each other. We've been hanging out via the internet. We went to lunch one time here in Phoenix. So to hang out with him and actually like, you know, I don't want to say party. That it doesn't sound like we didn't really party, but hanging out, right? Like we went to dinner, we went to a bar, we went to lunch, like it was awesome, right? And it really, it recharges my batteries because I love being live and I love streaming and I love interacting with people, but there's something about physical interactions, face-to-face interactions, right? That personally for me recharges my batteries and it gets me pumped and it gets me psyched. And like, um, you know, I'm a social butterfly or social puddle jumper as I used to call it. Um, and I thrive on interaction, right? I, I said that I've said it on this podcast numerous times. I am at my best when I'm with other people. And I felt that way this weekend, hanging out with him and a bunch of other streamers, right? The the last night we were there, the, the conference was over, the event was over, and we all went out for for dinner and for drinks. And, um, and you know, just I met so many great people and I got to have some great conversations and hopefully, you know, started some relationships with these individuals to then um, carry, carry, move forward, right? Um, there are a handful of people said, hey, let's play video games together, right? Let's stream together. Let's, let's collaborate. And that's the most valuable piece of that whole thing. But that wouldn't have happened if I wasn't there face to face, if I wasn't there hanging out with them on a personal level and getting to know them outside of streaming, outside of, you know, the quote unquote work. And, um, that's just a great feeling. It's just a great feeling to know that, um, that I can do that, right. That, that my personality that you guys see on the internet, you know, that you, you see on YouTube, you see on Twitch, that is me. I would say that I'm 97%. What you see on the internet is how I am in real life. The only difference is the energy and that's predicated on who I'm with and what we're talking about. Tiffany, Tiffany knows this. We'll be at a family function or we'll be at some, some event and I'm with, I don't know, let's just, let's just call them regular people, right? I'm with people who aren't into gaming and aren't into streaming and aren't into, you know, online content creation, right? They have regular jobs and they live regular lives, right? They, they go to their nine to five and they come home and they watch their TV show and, you know, American Idol and then they go to bed and that's their life. So when I'm hanging out with those people, it's just what, it's just whatever, right? Like we talk about whatever. I don't watch sports, so I can't talk about sports. I don't watch the news, so I can't talk about the news. Like I, it's hard for me to interact with those people because I live in my own little world. I live in my own little bubble. But Tiffany's learned that if I'm in one of those funks or if I'm just in that super chill, super mellow mood, all anyone's got to do 
is ask me how my business is or ask me how YouTube is or ask me how the streams are going. The moment someone has any interest in what I'm doing, AKA what I'm interested in, I perk up, I start talking, my spirits are lifted. I start smiling. I get, I just everything like, I'm like, a, I'm like a flower that, bud that, that, that blooms, right? Because the same reason why I love streaming, the same reason why I love doing this podcast is because I love talking about what I'm passionate about, whether that's YouTube, Twitch, video games, content creation, live streaming, whatever, right? If it's something I'm passionate about, I will sit here and talk about it forever. And, and so, like I said, people kind of picked up on that and they know that, okay, Clint needs to talk about something he's into to, you know, get his energy levels back up. And then, then once that happens, then it's easy for me to kind of like lean into conversations that I know nothing about. Right. I'm pretty good at faking shit. Right. Someone asks a question about some basketball player. I'm like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good enough at like faking it to get the conversation going, at least have a good conversation. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I feel confident that like I said, like what you see is what you get 99% of the time, right? Minus the energy level based on the people around me. So being in an environment like this charity event this weekend around a bunch of other streamers and content creators and like-minded individuals who also like playing video games, who also do stuff online was amazing. And I love it. And I wish I could do more conferences, right? PAX East is coming up this weekend. I wish I could go there, right? I, I wish, I wish I could. There's PAX West in September. There's there's um, TwitchCon, I think, in October. There's GuardianCon in July. I plan on going to that one. That's the only one I have confirmed right now. Um, so, yeah, I I just, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, any excuse to travel, any excuse to, to, to do work, you know, face-to-face, -face, I'm all for it. Um, it just comes down to, you know, money, financials, that sort of thing. You know, it's expensive to travel, you know, especially when you're going across the country. $600, you know, round trip, $400 round trip, plus then hotel, plus, uh, uh, food, you know, there's all kinds of expenses there to travel. So you gotta be mindful, put your, you, when you're going to spend the money, it's gotta be valuable. People ask me all the time, like, Hey, well, you know, we ever thought about traveling here or have you ever thought about going here? And it's like, yeah, I would love to go to those places if I have a reason to justify the cost, right? Either someone pays for my trip or I pay out of pocket, but I, the value of going there is, uh, exceeds the cost, right? Conferences are that for me because conferences are a, a, an opportunity to talk to people face to face, uh, to build relationships, create new relationships, right? This weekend was invaluable meeting these other content creators and creating these relationships, right? I think I, I ended up following like 15 new people to, you know, extend the conversation, get to know them a little bit better and, you know, build those relationships because it's super important. People ask me all the time for advice on new content creators. And my number one piece of advice is networking and networking is, comes in multiple different forms, whether that's hanging out in someone's chat room or Twitter, Instagram, YouTube videos, um, you know, or meeting them face to face at conferences and, and charity events, you know? And so, um, that's one of the reasons why I, try not to pass on any opportunity that comes my way that allows me to do that, right. To build relationships and, and, um, you know, I just, it's, I think it's super important. And I think a lot of my career has been based on me building relationships, right? Right place, right time, uh, uh, uh talking to the right people. And it's not always the biggest person in the room either. 
right? A lot of people see a big content creator and go, I got to go talk to that person because if I become friends with them, then I'm going to make it right. I'll, I'll, I'll get famous because they're famous. And it doesn't always work that way. In fact, you are, you're in a line of, you know, a couple hundred people that all think the same way you do and all want to do the same thing that you're doing. And it's like, you're probably better off to go down a few levels and talk to someone, you know, maybe just a little bit bigger than you or at the same size as you or hell, even someone who's smaller than you, right? They just maybe, maybe just haven't been discovered, but they're a phenomenal content creator, right? If you are only looking at numbers and you're only going after those who are at the top of the list, you know, you might be missing out on some phenomenal individuals. And that's something I've learned. There are some amazing content creators out there. that just don't have, aren't known yet. They haven't had their opportunity, right? They haven't, they haven't struck the, the 777 on the slot machine yet. And, uh, you know, the, what's the, what's the term, um, rising tides, you know, raises all ships or whatever. Like, like I truly believe in that. And I, I witness it on a regular basis. I have so many people in my community that have started streaming from watching, you know, me do it. And they're, they're all kind of building up with each other, right? There's, there's about five or six streamers that are all real, relatively around the same size. Obviously some are a little bigger than others, but like, they're all kind of growing together and they're, they're, they're playing games with each other and they're in each other's chat rooms and they're moderators for each other. And it's really awesome to watch. Um, you know, again, my community grow in those, in those aspects and those areas. And it's just, it's really awesome to watch. And I've totally gone on a riff and I don't remember where I was going with this, but, um, I, I kind of just want to wrap it up with, you know, the charity work we did this weekend really, really inspired me, really pumped me up. And I know a lot of others want to do more charity work and we're going to do charity work together. And, um, yeah, I feel good about what we did this weekend. We did great things together. And I thank each and every one of you for being a part of it. If you were a part of it, whether it's donating or hanging out in chat, sharing my tweet or, or my Facebook post, my Instagram post or whatever, like, I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. And uh, as always, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your attention. Thank you for giving it to me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's free uh, to, to subscribe to this podcast. Uh, be sure to follow me on Twitter, Twitch, at uh, Clintus, YouTube, Instagram. Everything's at Clintus or, you know, Clintus. Push the buttons, do the things. And I will see you next week with a special guest. Oh, I said it. I said it. I can't take it back. I can't edit this out. Next episode is going to have a guest. Woohoo!